0: Welcome, everybody, to Beyond the Box Sets, part two roundup of the 2019 movies that we saw in cinema this year. That sound good?
1: Yeah, sounds great. Yeah,
0: should you just get right into it, really? If you've not heard this, then listen to part one, I guess. Yeah,
1: we've been going through all the movies we watched in 2019 in the cinema, just giving them a quick-fire review for those of you who don't listen to our Patreon, where we do this every week. So you should already have heard everything from Bird Box right through to Ad Astra, Mm -hmm. and now we're happy to present the second half of the year in movies for us. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. Uh, next up is The Joker oh okay the most controversial movie of 2019 potentially <laughs> Yeah.
0: whatever
1: yeah I like this I thought it was good I thought it was very good
0: it was yeah it was alright yeah, it was you...
1: overrated it was over I think Majorly it was over discussed over o- discussed yeah, yeah. That too it became so much of a hot potato I think a lot of people just couldn't see the wood for the trees mm. but yeah I thought it was an interesting take on a story that you know is, is very well kind of similar to Brightburn mm. in a way not quite the same. Obviously, because always a villain.
0: What a bit of an alternate take on an alternate movie? take
1: on a story that we've touched on a lot of times. Yeah. But yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I I found it really interesting, and I thought that Joaquin Phoenix was. I mean, it's it's his movie. Mm-hmm. It really is his movie. He was abs- It's a shame that even people who find the movie to be offensive, which I think is absolutely valid, but you can't say he didn't act it well. You can't it's say he true. wasn't good in it. So he was. I think without him, it would not be what it became. So yeah. yeah
0: yeah no I'll agree with that but I don't know there's just there's a lot of this that I didn't like and
1: I think a lot of it is the hype mm, sure yeah hype very nothing often, could ever survive the level of hype this movie got really
0: no hype very often puts me off a lot of things yeah. mm. um, <clears throat> quite often I just don't like popular things but that being said I really love design game. Yeah, it's I, funny I, that like
1: your favourite movies are the Marvel movies but you don't like popular things sure. yeah
0: yeah, yeah it's I know, it's weird. I know what you mean,
1: though. You, you, there's a, there's a, like, an, inter- an, an internal pushback, isn't there? Yeah. When something is like getting talked about so much, like, oh, shut up about it.
0: Yeah, like mm. it's part of the reason why I don't like, for example, Fortnite, the game, for example. Sure, yeah,
1: because people whine on about it. Yeah, yeah
0: and, and stuff like that.
1: Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't really know where the line is between that and Endgame, but mm. I think it was a very blurred line mm. for me. Okay, sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, this... Eh. Yeah, it's it, it it was a good film. Yeah. It definitely was, um, and that's it. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they're clearly going to make another one, but I kind of wish they wouldn't because yeah. it works very well as a standalone. Big time, yeah. Thing, it's another one that maybe I'd like to be watching
0: this feels more up there with Logan, yeah, ra- ra- rather than like with The Dark Knight or something.
1: Oh sure, totally. Yeah,
0: like this should definitely be a standalone, and it'll be way it'll be way more powerful. As it a standalone, would, yeah, because it wouldn't time be diluted, Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely, I think we said that at the time. It's very much like Logan, but for the Joker. Mm-hmm. Not that it's the same story, but like it's taking that much more adult, you know, mm. t- stripping away a lot of the commercial. As much, no, I mean, it made shitloads of money, so mm. obviously it's commercial. But you know what I mean? Like that very, like, it must be for everyone. It made it a lot more adult, yeah. a lot more gritty. And, yeah. Yeah. No, I, thought, I, thought, I honestly thought it was a good movie, and I understand why people were offended by it or had issues with it, but I, on the whole, thought it was successful at what it was trying to be. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, great. I, yeah. Um, out of ten? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to give it a seven. Mm-hmm. I think if it wasn't for the hype, I'd be giving it an eight. Sure, but The hype's taken it down for me. You gave it an eight, I gave it a
1: nine. Wow, so you've really gone down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, okay.
1: Next up, Judy. Ah, Judy, Judy, Judy. Another <laughs> big Oscar player for next year, potentially. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by this.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think this is basically what I expected when going into it. It but, kind of was. But I didn't see this film coming. Yeah. So I think i will probably say I was surprised, surprised a bit as well. Yeah, I know what I mean.
1: It, it didn't do anything I didn't expect it to do <clears throat> plot-wise. It was definitely exactly, it was very much an Oscar-based Judy Garland biopic. Mm-hmm. I think I was just pleasantly surprised by how well it worked. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, it really... It was a fair bit funnier than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. I was really worried it was just going to be depressing. Mm. Because it was, essentially tells a fairly depressing story about like the last years of Judy Garland when she's got a lot of drug problems and she's losing her kids. And it, 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 on, on, on paper, it's a very sad story. Mm. And it is. It definitely has some very sad moments. But it also really captured her sense of humour. Mm. That was what I really appreciated was that Renee Zellweger really managed to capture like, the humour and the charisma and like the, mm-hmm. the fun of Judy Garland. And even though she couldn't sing like her, which annoyed me a little bit at first, but it, even that paid off at the end because she was able to do the emotion of the singing, if she, even if she doesn't have that voice, mm. and that very unmistakable voice. Um, yeah, it was definitely a one-woman show. Mm-hmm. There's not much else to say about it apart from that Renee Zellweger was mm. amazing. But... No, I thought I thought it worked very very well. I was I was very pleasantly surprised with this, and it it, it, it yeah it, it moved me. I really liked it.
0: Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah I, I had a really good time with this. And yeah. Yeah, René Zalgo, whatever her name is, But Zalgo, yes. She was fantastic in this.
1: It's a tr- real star performance, it's and like, you
0: know. I think she might be my favourite for the Oscar
1: at the moment. I, the, I, I I think she probably will be mine too for the best. We'll have to see who who's in the shake-up, but she's definitely mm. a front runner for me. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm.
0: Because she was she was lost in this role.
1: She really, truly was, yeah. She absolutely became yeah. Judy Garland, yeah.
0: Yeah, I just couldn't see René Zalgo. But...
1: Renee Zalgo. You, Sorry. You're I... just saying reserve of her. I mean, reserve of her.
0: I can say it. I've just had a you few beers. You've had a couple of beers. You're anyway. <laughs> it's, it's not an easy name to say it's when not you're an drunk, easy to be in... honest. The,
1: the, the trick is to say it slowly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she was fantastic in this, and she sold the movie for me, and she is almost everything that I love about this movie. Yeah. The only thing that I... That I loved about this movie that wasn't her were of course the two British guys.
1: Oh yeah, the the two gays. Yeah. yeah. Oh they were great. That was they, it. They...
0: <laughs> I just love when she's like, Should we go out for dinner or something? And I Where's it gonna be open on a Tuesday?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a nice little nod to the Judy Garland's gay fans. I thought that was a very, mm. a very nice touch, yeah. So Yeah. This yeah. was an, it was nice it was definitely like the epitome of Oscar bait mm. but it was nicely done, it was respectfully done and it was really well acted. So Yeah.
0: yeah. Fantastic. Like out
1: of uh eight. 9 great well
0: um, and we both gave it an 8 last cool. time all right next up ready or not
1: oh okay yeah this was a
0: lot of fun oh god it was brilliant this, uh,
1: this i think that i predict i don't know what i scored at the first time but i predict i'm going to go up with my scoring because i think this is one where i came out of it being like well it wasn't what i thought it was going to be mm. but the more i think about it for what it was trying to be it was exactly what it needed to be which was just just a, a short, sharp shot of silly fun.
0: Wall to wall fun, not a mm. moment of boringness in between. Yeah, exactly.
1: They didn't get too bogged down in like backstories, exposition. A lot. Or... No, they no. just set up a concept and went with it, which was it's hide and seek but with murder. Yeah, hide yeah. and
0: seek and we'll kill you. Yeah, and
1: lots of good actors, scenery chewing. Mm-hmm. Lots of yeah, great cast. Mm-hmm. Some f- very funny kills. Yeah a good her- a great heroine. Yeah. She was a lot of fun. Samara, I don't know, I've not seen anything else tomorrow Weaving, but she was great. Mhm. Yeah. For this was a really good fun movie. A very a good solid popcorn horror.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's not even that horror, it's not It's not, it's not horrific. No, it's, it's, not not it's more fun. It's more fun than gory. scary. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. Yeah. There's no moments that are like holy shit. It's 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 well there is one, but more for the gore. It's when, when she impales her own hand on the nail. That's pretty holy shit. Oh, yeah. I
0: forgot about yeah. that. Yeah.
1: But on the whole, it's it's much more... It falls much more on the side of funny than scary. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, no, this was great. This...
0: Yeah.
1: It had an evil grandmother. It had... It had everything. mm mm-hmm. It had a, a creepy song. Mm-hmm. I didn't see. I yeah. didn't see... <laughs> it had an old mansion. It really ticked all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What are you rating it?
1: I'm going to give this an 8. You're
0: going to give it an 8? Um. Okay, well... <clears throat> see, I don't know... I don't remember exactly what I gave it, but I think I gave it a 10.
1: I feel like that might have been the... This is the kind of thing you would have given a 10, yeah.
0: And I, I, I don't know, because... This film was perfect.
1: It, I mean, it was It was very good. I'm not going to go with... It's not that. the best film of all time. I'm not going to follow you it down it, the perfect it, route,
0: It's. It's not the best film of the year, but no. like if you were trying to make that you wouldn't do this genre mm. like sure this genre of film this this hit the nail on the head sure sure sure
1: hey it's your your score's zero you give it whatever you wanted to give it I'm I've put in a 10 you put in a 10 and you've committed yourself of course this is the end game of horror movies yeah sure for 2019 sure <laughs> um, I gave it a 10 last
0: time you gave it a 7 so you've gone up one sure I thought, I, I thought that might be the case yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's not a 10 and a 7 okay Terminator Dark Fate
1: Oh, well, I feel like I should sit this one out, since I essentially <laughs> sat out this movie. Oh,
0: yeah, you, did, you fell asleep, like, right away, didn't you?
1: So, this episode <laughs> we, that we did, when we reviewed this initially, uh, we would recorded a regular episode of Beyond the Box set, mm. as we always do before we go to the cinema. For some reason, we had a... Oh, that was it, we went... Because um, your girlfriend, Louise, wanted to join us to mm. um, watch with us, so, so we had to wait a bit, and we went to this pub. Oh, few, yeah, that was it. We good. had a few extra pints. Basically, I was more drunk than I usually am when we go... I normally had a few pints, a yeah. them, but we'd, I'd had quite a few drinks. Got to the cinema... Uh, fell asleep and honestly like the opening credit and I was gone and then I woke up like 90 minutes in so I can't review this movie so take it away
0: this film was so not good it was it was nearly
1: no it wasn't it wasn't
0: nearly good it could have been good the concept
1: was good I think I mean on paper you know Sarah Connor coming back great love it Sarah Connor yeah yeah she,
0: her coming back for you know a remake of Terminator 3 that's what this was this wasn't Terminator 6 it was it Terminator was, 3 again would, okay sure um, not that Terminator 3 was anything like this it was yeah uh, this was just the same hmm. it was the same as all of the Terminator films
1: yeah it's I like think after a certain like, point... Like, not... oh, Arnie's
0: back! That's, mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Arnie's been back for, like, three films. Yeah. All right? We, we don't care. He's been back in every film, and it's always a different character.
1: I think that's the problem with a lot of these, like, long-running franchises that keep getting rebooted. is that after a certain point, they just start spinning their wheels. Yeah, they oh, just keep doing the same thing. This one has be spinning its wheels for, for sure, ages. Sure, yeah. But I think like... to a lesser extent, X-Men maybe did this as well, where it just got, Not with Logan, but with, like, Dark Phoenix. It's like, mm. they just get into a real holding pattern, and they, they, they just get stuck in on rut.
0: But Terminator as a franchise, it had a decent horror movie to start it off. Yeah. A good action movie as a sequel that was probably mm. a better sequel... Sorry, a better film than the first one was, so it did that thing. And then it's had four bad films in a row. Yeah. Like, nobody likes any of those four films. Yeah. That's insane. Mm. That it's had that many bad films that uh, compared to that many good films, but they're in a row as yeah. well. It's not like there's been a good one in the middle yeah. of them that's well, that kind of reinvigorated would, yeah. the franchise... Nothing has reinvigorated the franchise.
1: Yeah, we're coming up on like 30 years since the last film of these that actually was successful. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people have been like, well, maybe this is why it's not making money because there's no the audience for this isn't there anymore. Mm. It's not like Star Wars and Star Trek and X-Men where even if there's been a few bad ones, like there's a real, or Marvel, whatever, DC, mm. there's this built-in audience. Maybe just, people just don't care about this anymore. Yeah, yeah. They,
0: they don't. I mm. don't think they're going to make another film.
1: The de- well, I don't think they'll ever bury it forever, but I think they're definitely going to put it away for a while.
0: I think they're going to try a TV show maybe yeah um, and at some point I think they're going to try a, a very hard reboot
1: yeah I think it's definitely the end of Arnia's term. I think that's done big time yeah it, yeah there's no there's no appetite for it anymore he's getting on a bit mm. and that's done so I think they're probably going to let it lie until people give give it a bit of a breathing space mm. and then yeah hard reboot probably is what they're going to do with it
0: yeah that's mm. surely all they can do without yeah, it yeah, yeah exactly, if the
1: anything that can work yeah
0: yeah because dear god this was awful what do you get it give out of 10 I mean, I did force you to give a rating. Okay,
1: I mean, I did see the last half hour, which was when I woke up when Arnie turned up. It was Mm -hmm. basically as if my body clock was like, okay, it's about to get well. It didn't get interesting, but (laughs) I basically slept through all of the preamble and woke up for Arnie. Yeah, it seemed pretty bland. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. You're
0: going to give it a three? Well, that's
1: unfortunate. I'm going to give it a zero. Really, that
0: bad? This film was it. It couldn't have been worse. Okay, it literally couldn't have been worse. It didn't look any better than any other Terminator film. The plot was incredibly, just nothing. It was mm-hmm. like the, the only the only part of a plot was there's a Terminator, we need to kill it. Sure, yeah. there was no trying to stop Judgment Day or anything, mm. which most of the other Terminator films have been about.
1: Yeah, who directed like, this one? Do you
0: know? Was it anyone? I have no idea. No, okay, fine. Um, Arnie was crapping it. Yeah. Um, they got set. They got what's her name Lindsay Linda
1: Hamilton you almost said Lindsay Lohan there
0: I I, said, I nearly said Lindsay Hamilton okay
1: Linda Hamilton yes yeah. the original Sarah Connor
0: um, yeah they, they got her back she was boring yeah she was nothing in this mm. um, they had some new characters they were also nothing I can't remember any of their names nobody was any good this film was just absolutely wow, crap so
1: this was this was significantly worse than Dark Phoenix then
0: yeah, I think so. Okay. What I think you give Dark Phoenix
1: two ones, a two or a three. Or I'll maybe give it a one. A one, okay, so slightly worse.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Dark Phoenix still had some element of Well, it
1: still had like good you know, James McAvoy and you know people who were objectively fun to watch. So yeah. Yeah,
0: it it had it had a bit of a running plot. It had character deaths that you somewhat care about. Well, yeah. at least one with um uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, this one had nothing. Okay, well
1: nothing I I, I I bow to your. I mean I I like I said I didn't see it, so you can.
0: So you gave it a three. I gave it a zero. Yeah, but my Origi- three
1: really doesn't count for anything because it's based ri- on. Ri-
0: originally rates. you gave it a five. I gave it a three. I
1: think I gave it a five because that's like the, the middle mark, and I felt like that was the only fair <laughs> mark to give. Them, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to art- I don't want to artificially raise its average, you know, because. Sure. Yeah. Cool, yeah, right. that's fair. Cool. Next up, Doctor Sleep. Oh yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> it really is that kind of. Hope, it, isn't this it? was very much that, yeah. So this is the. No L- L- one's ever going to come back to this. No, longer waited question mark mm-hmm. uh, sequel to The Shining, mm-hmm. uh, based on the novel by Stephen King, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the the novel that was the follow up to The Shining, um, starring you McGregor mm-hmm. and some kid. Uh,
0: yes. And Rebecca
1: Ferguson and her crazy Stevie Nicks hat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, that, that was the most memorable thing. Was it for me? It was all right. What did you think?
0: Yeah, it was. Fine. It was, it was, it was interesting. It was a bit zany. Um, it it didn't feel a lot like The Shining.
1: No, it really didn't have the same tone as The Shining no. at all. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is the
0: sort of thing that maybe Stephen King actually really liked.
1: Yeah, because famously Stephen King hates the film of The Shining, mm. which I I, I love that film. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think this is closer to his vision. And I, I, it's his own thing. It's a different film. It's not set in a hotel until the very end. Yeah, yeah. This felt like. For me, this was like two hours of a fairly average thriller slash horror movie, followed by 45 minutes of The Shining's greatest hits.
0: <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Mm. I mean, to be honest, I, I really enjoyed the end scene where it goes back to the, the Overlook Hotel and mm. it's all fallen into ruin and it's just become this horror movie hotel. Sure, yeah. Even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite liked it. but those uh, moments, yeah. But also, I don't disagree with the way you're putting it.
1: Yeah. Yeah that's basically what it was yeah. didn't
0: like the uh, the new Jack Nicholson
1: no I mean it was weird I think they did too much with him yeah. it was only one scene but I think if it had just been like a voice from off off screen mm-hmm. it would have been like oh okay that's interesting but when they actually panned up and showed him it was just like oh you don't look like him at all. Yeah, it broke the spell yeah, yeah. and I found that with a lot of the Shining Greatest Hit stuff like yeah obviously I'm here for some references and some callbacks but it was a little bit too heavy handed mm-hmm. and it meant that it just kind of it, it broke a lot of the magic of the first one for me a little bit mm-hmm. So yeah. I will say this the actress who played Shelley Duval, mm-hmm. the, the, the actress who played Wendy Torrance which was previously played by Shelley Duval, amazing she did she yeah she was really good absolutely nailed a very specific kind of actress like the look mm-hmm. the voice she was really really good would mm-hmm. have liked more of that
0: yeah, yeah no I, I totally agree yeah. I do think it was in poor taste though to redo the staircase scene yeah between Shelley Duval and John Nixon a little bit yeah
1: Dear God, famously that, broke. Her, yeah, that,
0: that's the seat. Like you don't redo. Use one of the other 132 takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 I liked Rebecca Ferguson. I think I thought that whole thing with those weird villains who, like, what were they called? Like the, they were essentially like vampires who sucked the souls out of children. Oh, that's what I didn't like about this. This film got really graphic about murdering children, mm. and that kind of upset me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, I think I did a rant on our episode about it. I won't repeat it. But ultimately, I'm not very good with, like, graphic depictions of children being tortured. It just... I, I don't like it. Like, yeah. I know nobody, like, likes it, but, like, <laughs> it makes me... It very rarely feels justified. Like, mm. I don't, I'd don't. i rather horror movies were just for adults being killed. Yeah. I just don't like seeing kids suffer in films. It doesn't entertain me on any level. So that long scene of a kid being, like, traumatised and having the lifeblood sucked out of him. Jacob Tremblay. And it was Jacob Tremblay and being stabbed. And every, mm. it was just... It was it was really hard to watch for me. Mm. I just didn't like it. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I, I totally agree. Out of ten, then six, six. Okay, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a, f- give it a five. I think. Okay. I feel like you liked
1: it more, but maybe I've talked you down again. Yeah.
0: yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I think it's just the way that I'm remembering it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it just wasn't that memorable. Wasn't that good a film. It no. was just very. Eh. Yeah, it came and it went. And because yeah. The Shining was so good. Yeah. Like, that kind of brings this one down for being being only okay. This is never going to be anywhere near as iconic as The Shining. No. No. So, you gave it a six. I initially
1: gave it a seven. Okay, so we both gone down on it. Mm. Okay, next up's going to be a good one. Countdown. Oh, God. Maybe my pick for the worst film we saw this year. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Sure, sure. Okay. This was just, Uh, like, just It was just bad. Like, this was a a very run-of-the-mill horror film, but... It, we watched a lot of one of the middle. I like a one of the middle horror film. Mm. This was like ready or not, minus any of the humor or the inventiveness or the charismatic or the acting ability. Mm-hmm. There was just not. This was an empty shell of a nothing of a film. Mm, yeah, it was just, there was I mean, so nothing I can say about this. Really,
0: it's basically all I expected of it, though. Yeah,
1: it was. It was, but it wasn't like funny or campy with it. It was mm. just. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. like. I love a bad movie but I like bad movies that fail in interesting ways and this just failed in the most obvious way in which it was boring and one dimensional. Mhm. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. like you you've definitely listeners you've definitely seen this film. You've seen yeah. any horror movie like and yeah. you've seen this film.
1: Yeah. This film doesn't have an original thought in its head. No.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. It's basically about an app that they download that tells you when you're going to die which you know there's versions of that all over the internet like the death clock basically. Mm. Um and then it comes true. You know, when you download it, it t- some people will get told they'll be dead in 15 minutes and, oh my God, what's going to happen? And, and, it, all, that's and if-, if, if you break the
0: terms and conditions,
1: then a monster
0: will come and kill you. The terms and yeah. conditions being, if you use the information of when you're going to die to try and prevent your death, yeah. that breaks it.
1: I'll be more specific. If you've ever seen a Final Destination movie, you've seen this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except they are much better and more interesting. They're so much more interesting. Because in that one, like, death comes in you can get hit by a bus or a statue will fall Mm. on you or the ground will swallow you You Mm -hmm. some natural disaster or something will happen to you in this film some off-screen monster will grab you so there's not even any tension about how you're going to die No, it was just boring Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. this was bad
0: yeah yeah it really was (laughs) because in Final Assassination it was like you've basically made a deal with the devil sort of thing and he's trying to get you back on that that sort, sort of thing yeah this one had none of that it was just like well why is this happening
1: yeah what because is, the app says so. What, That's yeah, it,
0: yeah. Yeah, what's, what's the reason? No, none of this makes any sense. No, this was crap. Yeah. Out of ten? One. One? Yeah, I'm going to go one. Mm. I'm predicting lowest film of the year. Um. Oh, I gave it a two earlier. Oh, well. What did I give it? One. Okay, so I'm consistent with that. Great. Yeah. Okay, The Good liar.
1: Oh yay! This this was a pleasant surprise. This is okay. So this is a film starring Ian McKellen and and Helen Mirren. Yeah, uh, they play two elderly people who meet on some kind of lonely hearts website mm. and get together. She's very wealthy. I think mm-hmm. she's like a widow. Like I guess she's been left a lot of money. Um, and Ian McKellen, we find out very quickly, is. Is a rascally old villain who's trying to like bleed her dry and take all her money. Basically, that's mm-hmm. his his wicked scheme. Yeah, and then as the film progresses, we, there's all kinds of secrets are unveiled about the two of them. They're both hiding a lot of stuff. It turns out they're both secretly German which really made me laugh <laughs> this film was basically this film was so convoluted and silly and it ends with the most amazing exposition mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this, this oh was, god yeah it, it was nonsense and it was objectively a bad movie but if you want to watch two genuinely great actors just committing themselves to 90 minutes of absolute nonsense mm-hmm. then this is highly recommended mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> yeah yeah no you have summed it up perfectly there I don't really have much more to say than yeah. this film was just fantastic because mm-hmm. you it doesn't really go anywhere but you know it's going somewhere yeah and then it just outright tells you where it's going and mm-hmm.
1: it's just perfect for it yeah you get Ian McKellen going for villain you yeah. get him like beating throwing people on on the trains and like oh. screaming nine you know like <laughs> he's just yeah. again, again I feel like Ian McKellen is, is is who he is because he always seems to know what he's in mm. like he's an amazing actor and you know put him in a great film and he'll be great like yes. as Gandalf he's amazing mm. there's a lot of great Ian McKellen performances in this film I think he very quickly understood that he was in a very campy silly film mm. and he my god did he commit to that yeah, yeah. it's great he's got some of our favourite lines of the year
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he asked to be in this film oh, I'm sure he yeah, yeah
1: exactly <laughs> Much like Gus the Fiercer Cat, which mm. we'll get to.
0: Yeah,
1: I think he was like, "Oh, this will be a bit of fun." Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm 82. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's aspirational in that way. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Out of ten, then. I'm gonna give this an eight, and I feel like that's an improvement on what I felt at the time. An eight. Yeah. All
0: right. I'm gonna give it a nine. I think. Wow, this this okay. one was this was very good for me. Um, let's see. So
1: I gave it a nine. You gave it a seven. Cool.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. Next up, Le Mans.
1: Le Mans at 66, otherwise known as Ford versus Fia- Ferrari, depending on mm-hmm. what country you're in. Yeah. This was good. Yeah. This is so far removed from anything I'm interested in, personally. <laughs> it's about... <clears throat> excuse me. It's about rally racing, and mm. I truly couldn't care less. But I thought it did a very good job of telling that story.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I totally did. Even though it was it was quite a long film.
1: It was over long, yeah. It Was it like, two and a half hours? I think it was two and a half hours,
0: yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel like it dragged and um, that that is a big surprise i
1: think it was well structured yeah uh-huh.
0: like it's not it's not a fast paced film no it's it's kind of slow but yeah it's it felt it, like it had like spe- quite specific chapters it does a good job i wasn't bored at any point no me neither and i was really surprised and it's a film about car racing no. neither of us were interested in car racing no. john belly even knows what a car is all right <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and like, it 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 kept our interest. So. It truly did, yeah. Great performances. Much mm. prefer Christian Bale in this than I did to Vice. Uh, yes, al- but also didn't like him in this. I didn't. Why, why? What did you not like? I mean, he was very chinny It was very, a lot of he, chin he, acting. He,
0: he was very chinny I didn't. I didn't much care for his accent. And it did wander a little bit. It did yeah. a little bit of a UK tour. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know, and like. Sure, for all I know, maybe that was very ac- accurate to the character. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Kristen Bell
1: had done his research. Yeah, he seems like someone who does that, but yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, it's still, it's an interesting film.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm. I've recommended this to my dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of film, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, out of ten? Uh,
1: I'll give this a high seven. A high seven.
0: Yeah, I think I'll, give this, I'll go with a 7 as well for yeah. this. It, like, it
1: didn't massively grip me, but I was just like, oh, that was a lot better than a force it was going to be. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, turns out I gave it an 8, you gave yeah. it a 7. Okay. Did you stick with a 7 this time, yeah? Yeah, I was, 7, yeah. Cool. Uh, okay, next up, Knives Out.
1: Oh, this was fun. <laughs> oh, this was yes, fun. It was. I mean, I predicted at the start that this, this would be our film of the year, so yeah. no surprise, I have very positive feelings about mm-hmm.
0: this film. God, this was just so... This was off-the-wall... Bananas. It was. It was bonkers. Yeah. And it's exactly what it sold itself to be. It's like yeah. what the trailers said it was going to be. Yeah.
1: You just don't get enough murder mysteries in this day and age. I don't like know you do, do Because we got Murder on the Orient Express last year, mm. which was okay, but it, not it, what it could have been. There
0: was definitely something missing. And it was, what, what that yeah. had missing, this had in excess. This had in
1: spades. Yeah, yeah. it really did. It was great. It, it had a... F- it really felt old school, but it not in, like, a dated way, but, like, in the way that the went back in, like, the golden age of these kind of murder mystery films. You've got, like, a fabulous cast of, of like, big stars... Yeah. ...all just chewing the scenery for all it's worth, like, mm. having a great time. Daniel... Craig. Craig. I, I almost said Daniel Day-Lewis then, which would be very different. <laughs> Daniel Craig with this fantastic, like... Chocolate dripped American Texan accent, just like oh
0: God, it was so good, so
1: fun. Mm. I suspect foul play. I mean, I can't do it, I can't do justice to how much fun.
0: I mean, it was a very deep voice that you used for that. just like, I suspect
1: foul play. Yeah, just tinkling on the piano in the yeah. back. Oh, he was just. It really won me around to Daniel Craig who is someone who I generally find to be a bit of a dour, boring actor. He
0: can be really bland. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. like, I'm not the biggest fan of his Bond. I've said mm. this before and I don't, I've don't. i not seen him in much else. So this really made me realise okay, now, this is a guy who give him a chance he can be a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. yeah, It had uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Tony Collette both Michael Shannon like mm-hmm. Such a it's Christopher incredible, Plummer incredible I was, cast. one of the best casts of the year. Like mm. if there was an Oscar for like best ensemble cast You know movie, what? We'll, we'll 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 get to that, get to that in the next we'll episode. We'll get to that. We, yeah, we've sure. got
0: our uh, little awards. Okay, coming. sure, yeah. Yeah.
1: But great cast, really well used. I thought the main girl, Anna De Armas like mm. she was playing the straight man in many ways, but she was yeah. very, very good. Yeah. I loved all the stuff about her not being able to tell a lie because it makes her vomit. <laughs> that was such a great little done really well. such a great little like stupid yeah. plot device. Chris Evans's th-
0: character in this. Oh,
1: oh Chris Evans. Chris Evans's character. Chris Evans' sweaters. <laughs> I think on our review, I forgot to get into how much I was horny for the knitwear in this movie. Like, yeah, so much. Good, so many good chunky knit sweaters. Mm. Yeah, Chris mm. Evans. Finally, this was the film that finally sold you on Chris Evans. Yeah, because I've always said he's the Chris I can't place. Like, right. I've seen him in a lot of things. As to where like, he is. Yeah, who, who he, he is. is. What. But now, yeah, I get it. I like it. Mm. And also, I've. I've it, made me think even more that all these like Chris's should just play villains Hemsworth in Hemsworth last year in Bad Times El Royale Evans in this we need need a Chris Pratt villain role I think
0: I think he was supposed to be a bit of a villain Mm.
1: if done well yeah how how would you do that well I could see him as like a serial, like someone who's really charming but also a killer
0: That oh god that'd be so weird because he's built himself such a mould that he's in
1: yeah put him in knives out too now, that two needs to be Daniel Craig, but no one else comes back. It's a fresh mystery. Totally, yeah. Bring no, a I- bunch of new. Act- put Hemsworth in that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Do you mean Pratt? Both, either, yeah, or yes, Pratt. Yeah, sure. we're talking about Pratt. Pratt yeah, we're yeah, trying to get him in a
0: in lot that, there, there. Yeah. 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 Chris Pratt as a villain. It should happen. Yeah, I've not even thought of that before. I just don't know how that can work. I want it to work, but I, have I think no any, idea
1: how. Just put him against type. Any actor playing against type can be a lot of fun if, if they commit to it and have fun with it. I, I think, think he could Chris do Pratt it. Chris Pratt can be really boring. Yeah, but when he takes himself too seriously. Mm. When he's being silly, he's a great fun. Mm-hmm. Villains are a great opportunity to be silly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, I would... I, I'm really excited for that to happen.
0: I'm sold on that. i Definitely yeah, sold on that. No. Okay, so knives out. Any more to say about it or rate it? Out it was them?
1: great. Go watch it. I don't, I don't. I don't want to spoil the end for you if you've not seen it yet.
0: It's take a who. It's, it's a whodunit. You don't spoil it. Yeah, whodunit, everybody
1: you? would enjoy this film. Take your family. Take your dad. Take your mom. Take your girlfriend. Take your boyfriend. Take whoever. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I have ten, then nine. Nine. I'm sticking with my nine. Stick Solid nine out of ten film. I don't believe
0: you're not giving it a ten. I'm giving it
1: a ten. Okay, you raised it.
0: Why is this film not a ten for you? Because I remember last year now. No, actually, might be this thing, I guess. But when we talked about The Favourite... Yeah. And this was the film that we both loved more than anything else on the Oscars, and we talked about giving it a 10, and we both agreed that it was a 9 just because the last 15 minutes dragged a little bit, and that's the only reason why it wasn't a 10. Sure. What in this film makes it not a 10 for you?
1: I... The only thing is, I think they slightly underused the cast that wasn't Daniel Craig and and Anna De Armas. I mm-hmm. would have liked a bit more of Jamie Lee Curtis, a bit more of Tony Collette, a bit more of Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it did slightly, it didn't quite use everyone to the max. Do you not think that would have made it a lot more convoluted? Well, we just, we just because, thought... Because they did give everybody a reason. They did. I think like we, like a, a, we just,
0: a reason for being in the film and like a, a different a motive for everything. Sure.
1: Well, we discussed on our review of the episode how what would have been fun would be to do what Clue did and have multiple endings. Mm. That would have been a great way to do it. Yeah. It's it's a it's a you know what I feel like I've never given a ten yet. I've, I I feel like it needs to be truly a moment when I give a ten. I, it will happen. I will give a 10 one day. Okay. I'm not ready yet. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sticking to my 9 okay um well we both gave it a nine before and so i've i've gone up to okay
0: um okay next up now we're getting right to the very end of the year but we do have our like a few reviews that we put out after uh, a a bit late and a few more reviews that we didn't even get to in the year so we're not at the end of the episode yet but next up is star wars the rise of skywalker okay what do you think
1: I've reviewed this twice in the past two weeks. I'm really willing really to have things to say about <laughs> it. It was good. It was very good. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. It's not your fault. I'm just saying, like, it, it, this is the thing with the recent ones. Uh, no, this this was... Uh, I... We watched this as part of a trilogy of... Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was a a marathon. We watched The, the Midnight Showing, mm-hmm. and beforehand we watched The Force Awakens and mm-hmm. The Last Jedi. So I really appreciated rewatching those films because it gave me more perspective on actually. actually. It gave me more... I li- I wound up liking both of those films more than I did the first mm. time I watched them because I saw them in a new light. I really have a lot of newfound respect for the Last Jedi. Mm. I wasn't someone who came out hating that the way a lot of people did, mm-hmm. but even though I still say it was it's the most sloppily plotted of the three. Yeah. Uh, there was so much in it that had so much heart and soul. Yeah. That I really really like like all the stuff between Luke and Yoda. Well, it's one scene. The Luke and Yoda scene I think is classic l- Star Wars. I love that scene as well. So yeah. I've rewatched that on YouTube mm. so many times since mm. I love it. I thought
0: there's it the last <clears> Jedi <throat> is a collection of loads of great scenes. Yeah, it just
1: doesn't quite hang as a film, but yeah. it has a lot of great stuff to it. But The Rise of Skywalker? Rise of, sorry, to go back to this one. Um yeah, it, it's very good. It, it, it it's it's comparable to Endgame in that it feels very fan servicey. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what I was going to ask you actually because they both are like fan servicey. Com- we'll we'll come to that in the next episode. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll leave that for now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it I feel like the first half is quite Sloppily plotted as well. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's just introduced in this film that doesn't hasn't been built up to in the previous films. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest problem is that because of the change in director, the change in writing team, as a trilogy, it doesn't really have the sense of full momentum. It feels like they're all doing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of jumping back and forth, and also because Carrie Fisher died sadly, that had yeah. a huge impact as well, which yeah. is unavoidable, unfortunately. Uh, but I thought on the whole, I, I wasn't really keen on the Palpatine plotline particularly. But I did like the fact that it was an old school romp. I like that the, all the char- like the three main car- new characters Ray, Finn, and Poe, that most of the time on an adventure together. Mm. The end, I thought, was really nice. Generally, I thought that they wrapped up. They paid tribute to the, the original trilogy, the mm. original trilogy, and the original trio of Luke, Leia, and Han very, mm. very well. Uh, they, they used Chewbacca really, really well. There was a lot of a lot more C three PO and R D two, which is always good. So. I thought it was a, a nice, respectful ending to this arc of Star Wars. Because obviously yeah. they're not going to bring Mark Hamill or Harrison Ford back for anymore. I'm really,
0: done. I'm really looking forward to Star Wars not being such a big legacy thing.
1: Now it can just branch out. Yeah. And it can
0: just branch out and just be its own thing. It doesn't need to be part of the trilogy. It doesn't mm. need to be part of the saga. They need to drop the episode numbers. I hope they will. I'm sure they will. Because I feel um, like that that just, story is done now. Yeah, Each film can be largely its own thing. Or maybe there's little you know, sort of sub-trilogies in the way that Marvel sure, do yeah, yeah, um But, like, Marvel do it so well, and I think that that format would really suit the Star Wars yeah. universe. Just like you have your, your little different storylines going on maybe throughout a couple of films, mm. but it's all interchangeable. And, yeah, there's a big team-up film every now and yeah. then. Just put the but, Skywalkers to bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, they have.
1: Yeah. Like, well, they put Luke Skywalker. <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if there was another Skywalker.
0: Well, they said it's the end of the Skywalker saga. I hope so. I hope so, they. St- I
1: hope they honour that. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I think that'll be it, and just they can just do anything with it because it, it's a universe they could really, yeah, really it's such build its universe, and yeah. they've not in film at least. Not. They've not built on it very well. Um, yeah, just basically turn it into another Marvel universe. Yeah, that, that would, would absolutely work. It would work really well. Mm. Okay, so Rise of Skywalker, I have ten. Uh, seven. Seven. Okay, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. I think. Um, I I don't remember what 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 we gave it at all. <laughs> Great. Well, you we both gave it an eight. Great, cool. So it's gone down for you in, in only a in, in, the, in the course of a week. Okay. Next up is Jumanji, the next
1: level. Oh, this is fun. Mm. I, I watched.
0: Man-
1: yeah, I watched both Jumanji's back to back because I missed the first one at the time. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed them. And the, this similar to King Kong, like these aren't films that are going to win Oscars. They're not films that are going like be you know classics for the ages. Mm-hmm. But they're just... This is how to do a popcorn film, right? Mm. With just... Everyone's having fun. It's light and fluffy and everyone's having a great time. And it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Great cast. All performing well. Giving them opportunities to do lots of different things. I would agree I think this is some of the best stuff The Rock's ever been given because... Oh, definitely. He's, rather yeah. than just being like a it's- mountain of muscle, <laughs> now he's actually getting to be funny and to like play well, comedy.
0: Yeah, but it's also like about... Him, it's about him. He's being sending himself muscle. up, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then you've got Jack Black just being given free reign to do all the things that he's good at. Yeah, you've got Kevin Hart, same, you know, just being really funny. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed both of these films, and the, I thought the sequel was a slight step down from the first one, but definitely did enough new things. To keep it fresh and entertaining on its own, right? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a shameless rehash. No, not but at all. It, and it brought in some new characters who were a lot of fun. Like Danny DeVito was brought in, and Orcafina. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. I, I had a lot of good fun with this. What about you?
0: Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. This was this was all I wanted from a Drimandry sequel because it was actually no, it wasn't. No, I take that back because uh, yeah, obviously the the, the first Drimandry is a great entrance to the world, and then the the reboot is it's a big reimagining yes this next one wasn't a reimagining
1: it no was, it was, was a it continuation
0: was, yeah well it wasn't even a continue it was a new story it wasn't like this is part two of that of the last film this was sort of the same again yeah like a lot of that i really enjoyed it and the yeah. same again was fantastic yeah and i get what they're they're doing they're like if it's not broke don't don't fix it sure yeah but that doesn't really apply to this mm. and it did feel the
1: it the same no absolutely it, it was it was and I, it I'm, didn't need to exist it and I, I i really do hash. hope
0: that the next one they do which they are going to do i know people have said that they should not but mm. no i think money they, talks yeah i yeah, money talks and i think they should yeah because it's a really fun franchise and the way they've built it now it lends itself to being an actual franchise a series of films sure and the next one if they if they do take the essentially the the, the, the jurassic park route of like oh it's all Come out in, come out into the real world now. How's that going to work? Yeah, that could work for this quite sure. well. It's it's definitely a new, a new direction for
1: it, and that's mm-hmm. great. Absolutely, so,
0: yeah. yeah. And I-
1: also, I think because of the, because these films like they're really good, but they're not like trying. They're not really trying to like pull at your heartstrings in the way to, like Star Wars. You know, you, you mm-hmm. really give a shit about what happens to Luke and Leia and Han and stuff mm-hmm. whereas these films are just they are just silly popcorn films so even if they fuck it up even if they make a bad one it'll be disappointing but it's not like they've destroyed a whole mm. fran- you know, they've not destroyed people's dreams or they've destroyed a plot that they've been building for generations yeah. it's, each one of these is just literally two hours of having fun in the cinema mm-hmm. that's all it is so if, if the worst case scenario is they make a bad one oh well you know yeah. that's a shame yeah yeah. Um, I have ten then for this one, I would say a high seven. High seven. I'm gonna go a six. I okay.
0: think. Like I did really enjoy this, but it does feel a lot of like similar ground. Sure, fair enough. So yeah, a six, six and a seven. I think is eh, still a good score. Reasonable, yeah. It's alright. Um, I gave it an eight. You also gave it an eight.
1: Okay. It, originally. Okay. Next
0: up, Lady in the Tramp.
1: Ugh. <laughs> a pox on these films.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, if it helps, John, this is the last live-action remake of, of 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 uh, twenty nineteen. So
1: twenty twenty, there's got more. Come here, we got Milan, Little Mermaid. Oh, God. All sorts. Woo! That Little Mermaid one could very well break me. Aww. I feel so strongly about the original. Like, Aww. Pretty, that, that might, I mean, if it's good, I'm not going to go in expecting to hate it. Like, I'm, I'm going to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's really bad, it's going to be it's going that's going to be tough for me. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. What do you think of this one though? So boring. Just so very, very boring. It's cute with the dogs, but there's a big
0: thing between the dogs and then the CGI dogs. It's, yeah,
1: CGI dog mouth movement was obsessing for me.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um I feel like the film could have done with a bigger budget. Yeah. Just for the CGI only. Everything else was great. Like yeah. using real dogs where they can. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that was right. the- and you know, it's a good message that they put in their trailers and at the end of the film. Um, and had a great cast. Everybody yeah. in it was doing a fine job. Yeah, I'd say.
1: Yeah, there was no weak link apart no. from the crappy CGI and the fact that it was just doing I, the I same. Know, thing. It's a remake. Yeah, it was just telling the same story. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, I totally didn't need a remake of this. I don't, I don't need a remake of any of them, to be honest. No, but this
1: feels like the. This maybe feels like the most pointless. You already said that about Aladdin. Did I? Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, because Aladdin's like so iconic. Mm-hmm. But maybe this. Oh, sorry, right. I, I meant Lion King. Like, I mean, I've said. Uh, to, uh, there are, I don't know. I mean, they're all pointless. But mm-hmm. I guess because Lion King and Aladdin are so massive mm. that and and there's so much in the popular culture that I guess there was always it was always going to need to happen. Mm. Whereas this one, just I don't think anyone was really asking for this.
0: Hence why it went straight to streaming. Yeah,
1: it, it did exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Out of ten, then
1: <sighs> two. Mm. I just had enough off- this gave me nothing
0: i'm gonna give it a bit of four i still had a level of enjoyment for this okay. because at the end of the day it is Lady in the tramp yeah. which is a very good disney um oh that's exactly what we gave it four and a two okay.
1: i mean we gave that the mark like two days ago so yeah i know but i genuinely completely forgot no same same
0: same <laughs> I'm, I'm glad i'm consistent yeah. <laughs> uh okay next up 21 bridges oh
1: okay this we've got out of order surely but
0: uh this is the order that we're Releasing on Patreon.
1: Okay, fine, sure. Uh, yeah, so this was a solid little crime thriller B-movie mm-hmm. that we saw, again, on a slow week in the cinema. Mm. Starring Chadwick Boseman as a police officer, tracking down Taylor Kitsch and some other guy whose name I forget. Yeah. After they do shoot a whole load of cops in Brooklyn after a drug deal that goes wrong. Yes. And it's called 21 Bridges because they closed down all the 21 Bridges into... Brooklyn? Question mark. Manhattan, maybe. Brooklyn, uh, Manhattan. To keep them. them from escaping. Yes.
0: I think this film was perfectly fine. It was fine. It was a good B movie. Yeah. yeah it's to- totally good. Um, I mean, we've got to this point of our review that it's difficult for us to talk about it because we did talk about it all two days ago. Yeah, I have no new time. thoughts on that film. And um, if you're not
1: listening to our original review, sorry. Yeah. Ultimately, well, the
0: 21 British Review actually comes out on January third. Yeah. But if you're not on um, Patreon, maybe this is yeah. on Patreon. Yes.
1: Yeah. It was fine. It was yeah. good. Like it was. Very, It felt like a, the kind of movie that goes straight to TV. Like, it has a brief cinema run, then you'll see it on TV. I'm mm. sure, at some point, you'll catch this. It's very watchable. Mm-hmm. Sienna Miller does a crazy accent. Yeah. She was, yeah. Misca- she was miscast. She was the only real weak link, though. You've got... Uh, what's his face? Chadwick Boseman? No, other guy. Uh, J.K. Simmons? Yeah, J.K. J. Simmons. Mm. He's playing a police Treat. chief. Yes. Which is the standard JK Simmons JK Simmons role?
0: Yeah, I'd say I'd say it works for him very yeah,
1: well. Yeah, he, he he plays a good antagonist. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah, it's fine. I think, yeah, everybody everybody is absolutely fine in this film, and it does take you on an
1: adventure, and it does have twists and turns. It's a bit humorless, though. I'd say that it, it, it yeah it is. It's nice and short and compact. It's it's an easy watch. It's Ninety takes, minutes long. Yeah, it take it does take itself a wee bit too seriously.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, um, I have ten.
1: I think I gave it a seven or a six. What do you want to give it now? I'll give it a seven. It was perfectly fine. You
0: give it a seven. I'm gonna, I'm gonna match your seven. I think. Mm-hmm. And we both gave it a six. Oh,
1: Okay. <laughs> In the space of forty-eight hours, we've given it gone up by one. Right. Um,
0: okay. Next up is the Irishman. Our full review coming out on January fifth.
1: Okay. Um, big Oscar play for this year. Big one, yeah. Martin Scorsese directing uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci reunited at last. Mm-hmm. I liked this book. I, I saw this in the cinema because mm-hmm. I knew that if, this famously is very long. It's like mm. three and a half hours. I knew if I watched this at home on Netflix because it is a Netflix movie, I would struggle. So yeah. there was a brief cinema release. I went to that, cin- I, I saw it in the cinema and I think that really helped because I was very much Force myself to engage with it. Mm. Like it's quite slow moving. It's quite con- contemplative. It's not the most high stakes, high action, high drama film. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good. I, th- I think it, it it tells a very good story about you know, not a story that hasn't been told before. It's definitely just a. It's definitely just kind of you know in that Goodfellas mold. But yeah, it was nice to see the all the old actors playing the hits again. I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I find this one. I, I agree with everything you said. Um... But it is long, and it did not keep my attention. It didn't have
1: high stakes mm-hmm. at all. No, it really didn't. And it, it, it didn't tell me why I should care. Yeah. So I think that's probably its main failing, yeah. It's a little self-indulgent in that sense. It doesn't ever really give you a reason to feel... No. which, which It's not relatable in any way. No, not really, unless you happen to be, like, a New York gangster from the 50s. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, other gangster films, they can be relatable. It, sure. It, they can work. This one... It's not. Did you like, have you seen Gangs of New York? Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. enjoy it? I think so. It mm. was quite a while ago. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it, but mm. there was more to that film sure, than this. Um, do you think if this film, The Irishman, came out at the start of Scorsese's career, the early part, mm. would it have had the same impact? And what would Scorsese's career look like now?
1: I don't think that would be possible because it really feels like an old man's film. Mm-hmm. but it's about old age and basically it, it really is about like coming to the end of your life that's basically what it's about so mm-hmm. I don't think a young man would make this film
0: I suppose yeah. yeah
1: so no I don't think that would I don't think it would have had anywhere near the kind of impact that it's having right now mm. because it, it is it's like a victory lab film It like I, said, mm-hmm. it, it, I keep saying it, it's like it's like a greatest hits it's like yeah. it's like playing the hits so it's all the, all the old stars coming out and doing what they've done before but you know just just giving it one more go around the block, and that's fine.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Out an... seven You Give it a seven. Give it a four. Five. I will, and that's exactly what we gave it before.
1: Yeah, again, <laughs> that was like twenty-four hours ago. Not a surprise.
0: <laughs> but again, though, I'm not thinking about what I gave it. No, last no, no, time. sure. Yeah, yeah, this is just yeah how it stands. So I'm I'm glad that I am consistent. That makes me feel um... I feel like you you had a genuine opinion. Yeah, great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, Okay, final one that we did a Patreon review of. Um, This one's going to come out, I I believe, January 8th, maybe, uh, around then. Uh, We do have a few more to do afterwards that we missed doing reviews on. But final one is Cats. Cats.
1: Great. We literally reviewed this two hours ago, so (laughs) we have no new thoughts on this. Cats was crazy. Yeah. Neither of us have seen the musical, but I knew it. You did not. Mm -hmm. Music. Music fairly fun fairly fun yeah the songs are memorable catchy in a way that you like you can't understand the lyrics but it's still catchy the sound again the sound mixing I remember having this problem with La La Land as well like I couldn't understand like literally the opening songs they're these big like crowd performances all I could hear were Jellicle Cats, uh, Jellicle Cats, uh, mm. Jellicle Cats, uh, yeah. Jellicle Cats, uh, Jellicle Cats. <laughs> jellicle cats. Like, I didn't understand what people were, anyone was being, what was being said apart from mm. Jellicle Cats. Yeah. So it really made it hard for me to understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think this is going to go down as one of the all-time, like like one of those all-time
1: really bad movies. Absolutely. It's not saying it's going to be quite it. up
0: there with the room, but it's not a million miles away. No,
1: but it's definitely in that area of, like, yeah, just iconic flops. Just yeah. bad ideas done badly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially because it has so many stars in it. Mm. Yeah. The visuals are the real issue. They mm. really are. It, it, it was just, I think, just doing that kind of CGI on this film was just a, a big mistake. Mm. It just it just didn't work. It was like, you know, he rolled the dice and it failed. And it just looks hideous. Mm-hmm. It, and there's no getting away from it. It just doesn't look good. Yeah, it's not appealing. I don't know who it's supposed to be for. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, out of ten. Uh, I think I gave it a five because it was it was it was entertainingly bad, and that's something I'm here for. Yeah, it wasn't boring. Yeah. I had a very stressful moment where we decided to <laughs> go to the. We decided we, we very much decided early on because normally we go to the cinema and we'll just go to the cinema and we'll watch. As normal, this one we were like, no, we need to like smuggle some beers in and drink through this because this is a fun film to like hate watch Mm -hmm. and I think that was the right choice but consequently about 45 minutes in I really needed to pee so I was like wait oh I was waiting 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 for a moment that felt like not much was happening there was a very long group song and I was like okay this feels like it's going to go on for a while I'm going to dip out now I was gone for three minutes I come back I come back to literally Jennifer Hudson humming the last bars of memory. <laughs> I, the best song in the film, I was like, have I fucking missed memory? <laughs> and you guys who didn't know the film, you were like, yeah, you missed memory. She's just saying memory. I was like, mm. fuck me. Mm. And I was so angry. I spent the next hour like genuinely filled with really? rage. Just so angry at myself ah. that I'd missed fucking memory. Turns out, thank God, there was a second performance of memory. Mm. Which was the big one. Yeah, and yeah,
0: so, yeah. In hindsight, the first one was like a, a
1: build-up, event. Yeah, sure. But yeah. you weren't to know that. No, no. Yeah, no. sure. So, yeah. I didn't actually miss Mary, but oh my God, that stressed me out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only good
0: song. <laughs> um, okay, so you've given it a five. Um, I think I'm going to give it a... Th- it's between a two and a three. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a th- Three because it was entertaining to watch as a bad film. Yeah, it really was.
1: It was. It's an iconic flop.
0: You did give it a five initially. I gave it a four, it turns out. Okay. Um, so it's rapidly
1: going down in your estimations then.
0: I, I, I guess, yeah. So that concludes our Patreon reviews, but we do have eight films that we've each watched in the cinema. Not all of them together.
1: But um, we never got around to reviewing. We never got around reason. to
0: reviewing, Now. So for whatever reason, we didn't get to review Men in Black International.
1: Probably because we couldn't be arsed. <laughs> well, let's get into it now, then. Oh, um, this, this would maybe go down, if not the worst film of the year, as the most pointless. <laughs> would you agree? Yeah. This was really bad. It, I think this one's the biggest, Had this get made? Yeah, it, it just felt like it failed on every conceivable level.
0: Yeah, because I think every other film that was bad this year, I can understand that... There was some I- sort of idea behind it. This one, yeah. there was no plot. There yeah. was no idea. Mm. It was just like, how can we get a little bit more out
1: of this franchise yeah. and put in the minimal effort? It's weird, isn't it? Because it's like, there hasn't been a Men in Black film for like, what, 15, 20 years? When was Men in Black No, 3?
0: no, the, the Men in Black 3 was not that long ago. Was it not? No, let me just have a quick little look. MIB3, your internet is slow, John. Men in Black 3 came out in 2012.
1: Really that recently
0: was did that yeah. have Will Smith and yeah, yeah yeah it had them both uh well Tommy Lee Jones was in it but then Will Smith goes back in time and Tommy Lee Jones is now played by Josh Brolin
1: Oh yeah was that film successful <sighs> Kind of oh, I mean,
0: okay. it, it was all right it, it wasn't as good as one and two Sure um men in black 2 being 2002 by the way Right well yeah that it'd, was it'd like, really that's what I was thinking of in terms of it being ages ago yeah. Um but yeah yeah was, but, yeah but the first actual men in black film Sorry, the last actual Men in Black film is Men in Black Two. Sure, 2002, okay, so
1: yeah, yeah. It just—it seems weird that they went with this with literally no plot. Like, it felt—it felt so. It this really more even more maybe even more than Dark Phoenix? I really felt the sense that everyone in this knew, like, knew it was shit and was just like
0: well didn't they hire their own writers and stuff Oh, well, they did that's right Wait, apparently the actors
1: hired their apparently own writers apparently Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson were so angry about the fact that the script was so bad that they hired their own writers to try and give themselves some jokes like mm. this was obviously just a me- oh that was the other thing the director tried to get fired because he didn't <laughs> want to direct it anymore <laughs> this film was clearly a mess wow yeah and it really showed because it was just but not in like a entertaining cat's train wreck kind of mm. way it just was dep- a depressing slog Mhm. yeah 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 there was nothing funny there was nothing memorable it was just boring and and boring (laughs) and boring
0: yeah yeah yes it was I I don't really have much more to say about it
1: this is not even a film that you can really like take apart and be like oh that was entertainingly crap it was just depressing Mm. it was a franchise just slowly dying on it in real time
0: which is such a
1: shame it is yeah
0: I, you know what actually I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they do make Men in Black 4
1: oh they're gonna try again because
0: this was the fourth film yeah and I wouldn't be gonna hard reboot, it, Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they like hey we've got Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones back and they're back for Men in Black 4 yeah yeah. forget about Chris Hemsworth and that yeah they're but gone, gone. That, that, that film was crap
1: yeah Hollywood can't figure out what to do with Tessa Thompson can it I think she's doing like, she's great but she's, she's, she's doing alright in Marvel I guess she's got a Valkyrie yeah. yeah are they gonna give her her own film I don't think
0: her own film but I think she's going to become a more major character. Okay, but outside she, of... She, she is set to be the first on-screen gay person. Oh, yes, she... person. Good, good. But, like, with an actual character, as, as opposed to a cameo. Yes, yeah,
1: sure, as opposed to an extra. Yeah. Who just said, oh, I have a husband, by the way. <laughs> Diversity, yay. Yeah. Um, no, great, no, I'm not dissing her. I think she's really great and very charming. Uh, but I, I have I, noticed... I, I could
0: see her getting a Disney Plus series. Well she, uh, well, she was in Lady in the Tramp, but not
1: you yeah, know yeah. I, I, sorry I meant as Marvel sure 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 yeah, um, yeah I no don't. I just feel like outside of Marvel they've not figured out what to do with her yet and I mean, it's a um, shame because she's very good but mm, yeah. uh, this was a waste of her talent and a waste of Chris Hemsworth's talent
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. and Liam Neeson and, and and, and Top,
1: this everyone's talent was wasted yeah, yeah. so much how, how often has so much come together to deliver so little yeah yeah out yeah. mm. uh, of ten you know what I'm going to give this a one oh, I have one. nothing to recommend this
0: oh that brings me right down. Where am I going to go with this? I'm
1: going to go to zero. Zero? Great, okay, yeah.
0: It's a nothing film. You're like, right, what? one is too kind. Yeah, What's I'm going
1: to go with zero as well. You want to this go zero? Th- th- like, yeah, I know that spoils the worst movie of the year, but in terms of having nothing to say about it... It's got it's nothing just, going it's for just, it. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's
0: not... A, it, like you said, it's not even a fun, bad film. Just it's
1: a it's, failure on every conceivable level, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's no point in me looking at what we originally gave it, because we, we, didn't, didn't, we, yeah. we, we didn't do these. Um... Yeah. this film was crap really really bad alright something that is, is, you know, it's not great this next film but it's it's more than a double zero sure yeah yesterday
1: ok yeah yeah
0: <laughs> sure I uh, mean it's, it's, it's at least a, a 0.5 overall isn't it yeah no no No. no, no this, this,
1: this, was, this was ok it was ok yeah yeah uh, I'm not the biggest Richard Curtis fan obviously we've mm. taught if you've heard if you've listened to this podcast and not listened to all of actually episode then mm-hmm. you should because it's probably one of our best episodes yeah uh, I really did I really hate that film Harry really loves it you know tweets their own I'm just not a big fan of Richard Curtis as a mm. writer I mean it had an okay concept mm-hmm. I guess it's, it's I, about the Beetle, uh, Like, there's some kind of weird paranormal uh, okay I'll, you I'll, do I'll it go, I'll you, go. you do this yeah.
0: you're, you're already fucking this up sorry you do it um, so it's in a world basically where some for some reason there's a blackout for like 12 seconds or something. It's given way too much detail for that blackout yeah. that never comes up again. Mm-hmm. And during that time, uh, the main character and the and, and well, two other people who come in later are now the only people who remember the Beatles. Yeah. Um, this main character is a, singer, a singer-songwriter who's not really doing that well. A struggling singer-songwriter. A songwriter, singer-songwriter, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he just built a career off Right, uh, like performing the Beatles songs yeah. but passing them off as his own yes um,
1: and does very well becomes a superstar
0: yeah yeah genuinely like he, he I think I think he technically becomes bigger than Ed Sheeran in this because, <laughs> because Ed Sheeran's a character in this like he yeah, yeah, he's, Ed Sheeran he's a, pops up in a cameo he, he's, yeah. he's, he's, no it's not a cameo he has okay, a role yeah. yeah no he's in it for, for, a, for a long bit mm. as himself yeah which is weird yeah. <laughs> but it works um, I mean it works in like this style of film would have this style of musical
1: artist to it. Sure. It works. Mm. I think a problem I had with this film is that it didn't really, it wasn't very imaginative with where it went with the concept. Mm. Like, because you really, if you really think about it, like it just acted like, okay, if the Beatles had never existed, then all those amazing songs Mm. yesterday, you know, Hey Jude, whatever, Mm. you know, Lady Madonna, they would never have happened. So yeah. they're not... All of those songs are there for the taking. But it didn't really get into like, well, the Beatles were so influential. So if there was no Beatles, there was no Oasis. There was no this, there was no that. And then they, they literally did, did, did the... Oh, did they talk about Oasis? They, yeah,
0: they did the Oasis. Yeah, they, 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 there was a bunch of stuff that he kept Googling. Every now and then, there's a montage of him just using Google. Sure, okay. And sometimes he'd be like, oh, well, that's a surprise that that doesn't exist. Lady Gaga doesn't exist or something like that. Oh, okay. Fine. And he Googles Oasis something something like, Yeah, that makes
1: sense. Yeah, no, okay, fair enough. They did do Oasis. They
0: did do that. Okay, fine. I forgot. I mean, other than google search it didn't seem to make a difference
1: to the rest of the world that's what yeah yeah it didn't it didn't really dig into like oh what how did the whole of like pop culture change? yeah what
0: would politics look like now yeah so it, much you know, yeah
1: everything you know so the beatles influenced so much so it didn't really go into that particularly no um it was fine i didn't i wasn't offended by this film it was totally fine i like i really enjoyed it but just
0: as a piece of popcorn yeah felicity like.
1: jones was a bit of a classic Richard Jones Richard Curtis female character she was just like waiting well, the, the girlfriend yeah not flissy Jones who was it
0: uh, somebody uh, the person from Mamma Mia too. oh okay but not flissy Jones sorry okay I don't know I'm not going to look her up right. she doesn't deserve it she doesn't deserve it she didn't, whoever it
1: was <laughs> she was not very interesting
0: <clears throat> um, yeah no this film is absolutely fine yeah, so, sort of thing that I really enjoy watching from my
1: parents. Yeah, this was a definitely a parent. Film.
0: I wouldn't say that I really enjoyed Richard Curtis films. I know exactly what they are. Like sure. I, I, I know the problems involved. Sure. But well, you love love actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. You don't. It, that's yeah. fine. No. Yeah. You can stand by that. That's not. It's just because I don't like them.
0: Yeah. I enjoy and like I, I know where the problems are with that film. Sure. Yeah. But still enjoy it. That's
1: fine. Yeah. He
0: makes crowd pleasing films. He does. I'm in the minority. He does. Okay. Um out of ten. Five. Five. And I will give it a... I'm going to give it a seven, I think. Go for it. Yep. just really enjoyed this one. Cool. Okay, next up, did you see this one Blinded by the Light? I never
1: saw this one, so take it away. Okay, this one is...
0: This one was really good. Okay. Have you ever seen Bender It Like Beckham?
1: Way back in the day. I don't remember it very well, but
0: yeah. Okay, because it's the same director sure. and believe me, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not a bad thing at yeah. all. Like, this director is... Well, maybe found a niche like twice in the past twenty years. I don't sure, know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so it's a film about uh, a, a a Pakistani boy um, in a family, and he doesn't really like he, he doesn't really like the, the traditions of his family. Instead, he likes Bruce Springsteen. Right. He's a he's, he's British. Mm. It's, a, it's a very British film. Sure. Um, but this guy's a big Bruce Springsteen fan, or becomes a Bruce Springsteen fan, and that just really opens up his whole life to him. And he just kind of then goes against his family's wishes and beliefs and mm-hmm. very much like Bender, like Beckham sure, just yeah. follows his own interest. And uh yeah, it's really good for that. It's just a really, really fun film. Okay. Does Bruce Springsteen at any point cameo in it? I don't think so, no. Okay. Um no. Is no. The answer. Okay. okay. <laughs> um Yeah, but it it gets really into it and there's so much of his music in it and there's there's not quite musical numbers, you know, it's not like it, it's not like uh, Grease or something where it's musical Shot. like that, but it's more, yeah, there's characters dancing about a little bit. So the songs,
1: are, the songs are in it, but it's not a musical.
0: Yeah, okay, I'd say. Sure. I think. I'm pretty sure if I remember it right. It was a while ago I watched it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's great. Rob Brydon's in it. Always a good time. Um, yeah, there's all sorts. It's really good. I'd highly recommend you watch it. I've heard
1: it. a lot of good things about that film. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: I'll give this a solid 9 out of 10.
1: Great, right? cool. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'm like sure that. I'll get around to it at some point. Yes,
0: Don't want to know know what to do for your average there.
1: No. I'll work it out. I think there's ones we didn't both see should probably be exempt from our ranking. I guess,
0: yeah. 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 Okay, next up is Six Underground. I'm sorry, this is another one of me. Okay. Um, I don't even know what this is. So, I watched this recently on Netflix, actually. It's uh, Ryan Reynolds um, in a Michael Bay film.
1: Oh, I have heard about this, actually, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: God, it's crap. Really? (laughs) Entertaining crap or just crap?
0: (laughs) Kind of entertaining, I think, maybe. I'm really not sure. It's so difficult. I've never been closer to just, like, quitting on a film. Really? But then not. Like, somehow it's kept me. And I'm not Mm -hmm. paying for a ticket. I'm just at home by myself watching it. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, there's an. E- I mean, we've never walked out of a, of a, of a film of, of anything we've ever watched mm. together in the cinema.
0: But this is the closest I've been pressing, the uh, closest I've been from pressing the exit button. I mean, I'm what right. was it?
1: At what point were you like, oh, I'm so close to not caring anymore?
0: I think it was just mainly when the first sort of action sequence had finished because it's just, it's so Michael Bay. Everything you can think of that's Michael Bay right. is in this film. Sure. And yeah, it was it's no good okay it's no good but for some reason I just kept watching it all the way through mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's no good it's my overall it, did, it, did, it didn't improve for you <laughs> no it, it didn't it, it did grab you it, to the... it stayed at a consistent level and I wasn't like interested to see how it finished but I was like well I've come this far yeah uh, I've got nothing better to do <laughs> sure may as well yeah this is a this is a 3 out of 10 I okay. think okay it's a bit crap. Six
1: Underground, okay.
0: Yeah. Did you watch How your
1: Dragon The Hidden World? I did not. Did you not? No. Okay. Well, it's pretty good. Okay.
0: I've um, not seen
1: any of those films. No not not that I'm trying to avoid them, I've just not got around to any of them. Sure, sure. Um well they're good films. Okay. To be honest.
0: I don't <sighs> they, they look very they look very good, they make a good trilogy. Mm-hmm. And they're just solid fun. We actually watched the first one again on Christmas Day, Okay. Um, and it's a, it's a really good sort of like late afternoon. I'm a bit tired, just you want to watch something stick fun. Stick that on, yeah,
1: yeah. And they're really good
0: kids' films. Great, I'd highly totally recommend it. No,
1: I've I've heard from multiple sources that they're very good. So at some point, I will get to those films.
0: Yeah, Definitely. I'm going to give that one a seven out of ten. I think. Great. Okay. Yeah, you know what? An eight. Yeah, okay, right. cool. I'm feeling good. Okay, so this next one is one for you. I believe that you've seen Marriage Story
1: I have, yes this is another one that's going to be in the Oscars next year very Mm -hmm. likely so Marriage Story it stars Adam Driver of Kylo Ren fame Mm -hmm. and Scarlett Johansson of many things fame Mm -hmm. Um, they play a couple who are like they've been married for like 10 years or something and they get divorced and the film follows them they try and get like it's kind of an, an amicable divorce, they're trying to get divorced without like hurting each other. They've got a young kid, they don't mm. want to hurt the kid. So it's all about them trying to basically, you know, have a friendly divorce and how that just doesn't happen at all, and it all mm. goes horrible. It's just all about how messy and ugly divorce is, basically. Mm-hmm. Sounds very feel-good. Wow, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure you'll love this one. It is catchy. it's funnier than that makes it sound. It hasn't save d- it for a date night. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think Louise would like it. self all our anxiety. Um <laughs> It's 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 okay. It has some funny moments, definitely, mm-hmm. it, and, and it's very well acted. It it and it's not too long. It's only just maybe about two hours. It's not like a huge slog. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I did like it. I had a few problems with it generally, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it was definitely well performed. I think my main issue with this film is it was very much living in this world of again, like the characters. Basically, she plays a, she's a movie star. And he's like a made like a theater producer. So again, it's people with weight, with loads of money who. And I kept thinking, not that they shouldn't. I'm not saying that the films have to always be about people who don't have money. But it's like I kept watching this like this film that's very much about like people trying to handle having a divorce and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, like, gosh, this film would be so much more interesting if these characters had any real problems. Mm-hmm. Like if they actually had to get jobs <laughs> and you know actually work work around that but they don't they just fly in between they they move to different it's like he wants to stay in New York she wants to move to LA and mm. go back to acting it's like they're flying back and forward and they're moaning and bitching about that and it's like well you have so much money mm. most people who get divorced or most people generally trying to raise a kid or whatever mm. like the main thing is just having to like pay for every goddamn day yeah and that was that was something that really annoyed me it, was just, it just felt like it really existed in this very like closed off world of yeah. like people with no yeah. problems and I, f- I think that's why it's going to do really well at the Oscars because the people who vote in the Oscars are people who like make films who right. are all like sure. super rich film people yeah. and I bet I bet everyone who votes in the Oscars is going to be like this is me <laughs> <laughs> I've been divorced I've had this super rich person divorce and mm-hmm. they'll like be like oh this film is so relatable and consequently it's going to do really well mm. um, not to say that it's bad like it has some very good performances uh, Laura Dern who played um, you know Laura Dern oh, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. She, she plays the one of the lawyers she plays Scott Johansson's lawyer and she's like a a real like sharky lawyer basically mm. and she's very funny and very good as like this like manipul- manipulative lawyer she's probably the standout of the film um and yeah, and like Adam Driver's is in it, like and mm-hmm. Scarlett Hansen. They're all. It's it's a very good acting film. Mm. It's a good Oscar film. Wouldn't say it's perfect. I, I had a few issues with it, but I think it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's probably going to be in the middle of the pack for this year's Oscar films for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think sense. until you've seen it, that's all I can really say.
0: Okay, what would you give out of ten? Seven. I said
1: seven. Seven.
0: Okay, sure, that makes sense.
1: Um, fair enough. El Camino, then El Camino, the um, Breaking Bad film. Mm-hmm. Did we review this? No, we didn't. Okay. No, we didn't get around to it. Okay, for, this was, for for whatever reason. Yeah, this was pretty good. Yeah, as Breaking Bad, unnecessary Breaking Bad sequels go, <laughs> didn't feel like this ruined the story. No, like it didn't add any. It didn't add anything that I think I really needed. But as a little grace note onto Jesse's narrative, because it's basically is the Jesse story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's the Aaron Paul it's a, story.
0: It's a coda to Breaking Bad. Like, yes, it's, that's it's, exactly what. It's the perfect it's, word. It's, it's just a, it's a little bit of extra. Yeah. It's like it's finished. It's a, it's a perfect finale to a, a mm. to a series, and it's just that, that, that little bit more. Yeah. Like nobody's asking for it. Nobody needs it, and we know that. But we're just going to make this little story just because we want to. Yeah. And, it's fine. Yeah. And I think this does. The thing that needs to do most, which was, it doesn't take away from the finale of Breaking Bad. No, it
1: did that very well. Mm-hmm. It managed to honor Breaking Bad. Everyone has a cameo except, I think, for Saul Goodman and mm-hmm. uh, and and Skyler, basically. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. But yeah, yeah you've got a brief uh, Walter White cameo. Thankfully, they've not brought him back from the dead. It's just a flashback. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah, they, they don't try and like set up more Breaking Bad. They, mm-hmm. they, they, he, he, dead. Oh yeah, he's gone. yeah.
0: This is this is. There, yeah. there's no more coming from this yeah
1: which is the right choice yeah. absolutely the right choice yeah. so yeah it's about Jesse just oh, it, it picks up immediately afterwards it's about Jesse's escape from it, obviously Breaking Bad ended with Jesse driving into the into the distance like mm-hmm. fully traumatised he'd been a slave, been enslaved for months by mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons's character and Lydia and that whole gang yeah so it, it follows him as he's trying to basically get out of town I appreciated that this brought in not just the drama of Breaking Bad, but also the humour. Mm-hmm. There was some very funny stuff in this. Like what? Surprisingly so. Like when he goes to the cl- the cleaner, or the, the guy who like oh, yeah. changes identities for people, mm. and the guy tells him he's not going to help him and he's going to call the police, mm. and-, and Jesse basically fully calls his bluff and thinks mm. he's being really smart, and then the guy just... Calls the police there and then and the, the police, police around in seconds. Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, Breaking Bad always had that. Like Jesse Plemons was a funny character. Mm-hmm. Is that just? Plemons? Is
0: just?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's just not the name of the actor. Oh, actor. Yeah, that's Fat no, no, Damon, yeah. isn't it? Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. Sorry, the actor is Jesse Plemons. Yeah, who? who but Aaron Paul does play Jesse. Yeah, like Todd. Todd. Sorry. Okay. Control alt delete. I meant Todd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Todd's always been a comedic character. Yeah. Yeah. So in a weird, in a a way, psychopathic way, yeah. way, and also tragic mm. tragic comic so mm. it kept it really kept that up there was definitely enough humor in this for it not to be just two hours of like bleak sadness mm. but it also was very powerful you know it mm-hmm. had flashbacks to both his girlfriends who, who die at various points in breaking bad yeah um and there's yeah there's a bit there's a whole thing where he says goodbye to his parents sort of yeah i thought this was yeah it's like you said i have very good code as breaking bad mm. yeah
0: yeah, No, it definitely was. Yeah, you again, you've summed it up perfectly for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this. I thought this was great, yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah,
1: and I was very into enter- speaking of actual Jesse Plemons, though. Mm. I was very entertained by the, yeah, flashback. I knew that'll come up. Of course, it's gonna <laughs> up. that was the one thing because it does pick up like days after Breaking Bad finishes. And well, no, it picks up
0: well, hours, he, minutes. No, 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 he's in it in
1: flashback, he's in it in flashback, so it's going back inside, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> But yeah, for Jesse Clemens has subsequently put on a rather large amount of weight. and, yeah, and they, aged. And aged, naturally. Everyone, they've all aged, but no one else, everyone else can kind of... Mm. I mean, well, if you really think I, about it, Aaron Paul does not look like he's 23 anymore at all. He's like 40 now, but... Yeah.
0: yeah, but also he didn't, in season five, Breaking Bad either. No, exactly. Like, he's not he, aged he, loads. He, he, he did he? back in season one. Yeah. That's it, because Breaking actually, Bad actually, like, y- takes y- power. Y- you, know, you know what I'm saying? Though? There's parts of this where Jesse is playing the younger version of him, where he's got like a full head of hair and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Um...
1: So you mean Aaron Paul is playing Todd
0: what I, no I, I meant Aaron Paul is playing Jesse is, 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 playing, is playing Jesse like back in season 2 or something yeah yeah that's true and yeah basically when, when uh, Walter White comes into it mm. and he does look exactly like he did then yeah I don't know and he looks young 20s there so yeah and I, I think we'd know if they did any kind of motion capture or something no that's I, true I think he just managed I, to I think it's <clears> just he's got that level of baby face that yeah sure you can just do it yeah
1: yeah. No, it was it was that it, it was only funny with Jesse Plemons because it everyone else did pretty much look the same. It was just very, yeah. it was very noticeable yeah. with him, like very <laughs> yeah. noticeable. Yeah, because yeah. he's like a he's probably has the most screen time apart from Aaron Paul. Mm. Would you say? Well yeah. oh, definitely right up there. Like he's he actually has a very major role in it. Yeah, definitely. And it just it just tickled me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fat people always do to you. They do
1: mm. <laughs> on a good night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, out of ten, then. Because I, I guess we're classing this as a film, hence. Yeah, sure. But I mean, it's it's a feature-length film. Yeah, I'm going to give this a,
1: an eight. This for what it was doing, it did very well. Yeah, I'll give it an eight as well. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Yes, I,
0: I, I had a really good time with this. Yeah. Um. Cool. Okay. And then the last one. Uh, sorry, the penultimate one we got here, um, is one that again we didn't come, we didn't get around to. The day shall come. Oh yeah, we went on a little group trip to see this. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's a quite weird one. This is
1: probably one of the more obscure movies we saw this year. Mm. Um, Armando Iannucci, who did uh, the the Thick of It TV show and Four Lions, which I've not seen, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to be very good, and The Death of startling which I've been meaning to do on the main show for a while. Again, I've not seen it, but I've heard it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we might get to that. Uh, I thought this was alright. Yeah, slightly underwhelming. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't really figure out why I didn't really grab it. Didn't grab me though. Mm. 'Cause it's an interesting story. It's about a conspiracy theorist kind of guy who lived... is it in is it in Johannesburg, is it in South Africa? No, no, it's in America. Was it in America?
0: Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure. In like the
1: projects, maybe. Like you know, in, in like
0: Oh, I forget I forget where they said it was. But like well the police force were very American. Yeah, maybe it was America, um... I'm sure, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, no it wasn't. But was, you're right; it was America. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm now I'm thinking of the supporting cast. Yeah. You know, you got uh, uh, Tasha from. Oh, Rangers of course, of because well.
1: yeah, because it's an FBI setup. Yeah. So yeah, basically. Is
0: it like Miami or something? Yeah,
1: I think it was Miami. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I thought South Africa. I think because it was a bit slummy. Right? Mm. Yeah. But basically, there is a, a a guy. It's a guy who has, like. Is a, like positions himself as like a religious cult leader. Mm. He doesn't really have much of a following, though. He's a bit Like four people, or something. yeah. He's just kind of a bit of a loose cannon. Most of a them family. Jo- yeah, he's a bit just a bit of a nut job, basically. Yeah. He's like you know a bit of a fantasist, and he get and he's 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 harmless though. He's just like a harmless nut, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the FBI are they they need someone. They need like a they need to pit to need to win. They need like to crack down on some terrorists for some good publicity. Mm-hmm. So they draw him into a. That they can't try and like entrap him, basically, mm-hmm. so that he'll commit some kind of terrorist crime that they can then pin on him and then arrest him. Yeah. And then that that's just goes down as a win for them, basically. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of follows as he gets manipulated into, basically, mm-hmm. that's how it pans out. The FBI ends up arresting him, because mm-hmm. they 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 kind of pose as arms dealers and sell him all these weapons that mm-hmm. they, they're going to use to... They're, they're fake weapons. F- they are fake weapons, but mm-hmm. he, as far as he knows, they're real then. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's... And, and then... You've it, got Anna Kendrick in it. It's, Anna Kendrick is one of the FBI agents, She's yeah.
0: kind yeah. of the good cop. Like, she... For the, for the majority of it, she kind of wants him to... To, like, not do anything and, like... hey, She's mate, kind of don't, trying don't, to like, help him, yeah. Like, don't get arrested. Like, yeah. if you pull that trigger right there of that fake weapon, I'm going to arrest you because I don't know what else to do right now and I'm yeah. really in over my
1: head and I'm, I need to do yeah. something. I think something Armando Manucci does a lot in his films and TV shows is it's about people in the, at the height of power at like the FBI that it, it's like exposing them as not being like these really smart mm. you know well put together they're actually just idiots trying to get through the day like everyone else and like yeah. everyone in this film is, is basically fumbling along yeah, and just trying to react to the situations that come upon them so mm. yeah it was all right I, I don't I just felt weirdly like not affected by this film I don't know why mm.
0: yeah it was there was something odd about it I don't know maybe it just didn't have that bigger scale to it perhaps
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm not too. I'm not too sure, but I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, there must be. A re- I mean, it didn't. It definitely didn't have the impact that four like four lines was like a hit. This mm. film really came and went. So for some reason, it just didn't come together. It was. It was wasn't a bad film. No, not it was at all. Just kind of meh. Mm. It had a, I, I it had Tasha from, like you said, from mm. Orange is the New Black. Nice to see her in something mm. other than Orange is the New Black. She's great. Yeah. She and she had quite a significant role. She played the wife, like the long suffering wife of the main mm. guy. So yeah, the good acting. Like it was well acted, and it, it was quite funny in places. Yeah, yeah. If you see it, it on TV, it's worth watching. But it It
0: became a bit serious at the end when, in the credits, they then said how much time each of them got in prison. Yeah, yeah. It um, was.
1: I think it was such a downbeat ending that. Kind yeah, of, um, I think that, that that was a big part of it. Mm. Which you know, not that's a bad thing. No, course. I mean that's fair. It's, a, it's um, the truth. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you say it's the truth, like as far as we know. Well, yeah. well, no, it, it's not the truth. It's not based on a true story. At the start, they say,
1: this "Oh, this is based on hundreds of true stories." Yeah. 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 So, sure. Yeah.
0: So, so it's not any one that is actually true. Yeah. That's that's what I took from it. It's like this is generally how it goes down.
1: Sure. Which. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sure. Mm. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah.
1: Just yeah, it okay, okay
0: out though. Out of ten. Six. That's what I'm thinking two six. Yeah. Um, Brilliant, okay, so on to the last one here, Rocketman.
1: Rocketman. Okay, so, because Bohemian Rhapsody came out and was really big and won won, Best Actor Oscar and stuff, and, like, Rocketman, when it came out, it felt instantly unnecessary, Mm -hmm. because we've just, I mean, not to, like, overly, like, connect the two of them, but, like, we've just had a film about a famous gay British, like, 70s, you know, rock star I was like, "Oh, what, is this film really necessary? Do we need another one?" Turns out we do because I really, really liked Rocket Man. It's was so, good, and it wasn't really it? did manage to be its own distinct film. Mm-hmm. Like it had a very different tone to Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. I didn't hate Bohemian Rhapsody again. Bohemian Rhapsody, like Green Book, got a lot of backlash, but I, I know we both really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I do think Rocket Man was a better film, though.
0: Oh, mm, yeah, I think I think so too.
1: Yeah just i just liked the tone of it better like Mm. it was much more of a a a full musical Mm -hmm. whereas rocket man was like a film about a musician that had him singing so bohemian rhapsody yeah, was a film about a musician that had him singing Mm. whereas rocket man had like characters breaking into song mid-scene to express Mm -hmm. their emotions like it's classic musical territory Mm. yeah taron Edgerson was fantastic he was brilliant. really 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 good Mm. yeah it was, it was funny, it was it was what you want an Elton John biopics, because it was funny, mm-hmm. and it was campy, it was over the top, but it also had a lot of heart and soul. Yeah. It had some very sad moments, some very moving moments, and also some very silly moments. It I felt like it didn't downplay the gay angle of it. It actually showed, it had a gay sex scene, which is so rarely put in films. Yeah. I really appreciated that. Wait, did it? Yeah, I mean, he had, there's definitely a scene, him, not like it was super graphic, but there's definitely a scene where he has sex with... Somebody.
0: Ah, yeah, there is that bit where he has sex with uh, Rob Stark.
1: That's it, Rob Stark. Yeah, in the studio. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not really a sex scene. It's more of a like they close the closet door
1: and that's it. No, there's definitely a bed scene. Maybe it's I I can't remember. I need to. go I'm sure there's something. But I've rewatched it quite recently. I don't don't think there's a bed scene. Maybe, maybe, Maybe. Okay. Maybe I'm.
0: Maybe maybe it's been taken a bit far in your head.
1: Maybe I did, yeah. Who knows, yeah. Uh, but no, it was really. Not, I thought it was a very sweet-natured film. It, it 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 was really like a love letter from him to Bernie Taupin, which was really nice mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. I thought it that's it. Told a really interesting story that it wasn't like your typical oh, he's struggling with a sexuality kind of film. It, it really it was more much more about him as a as a pop star in this relationship he has with basically his straight best friend who he also is in love with, and it's just mm-hmm. it was just very sweet and nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good film. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was very, very good. Out of ten, then? Eight? I thought, you, it, was, I thought it was delivered, yeah. you give it an eight? You know what? I think it was a ten. Ten? Wow, okay. This film was fantastic. I think if I rewatched it, it might it, go up, yeah. He didn't have a moment of, like, boredom mm-hmm. or anything. It Like, it was it was fabulous at every turn. It was, it was very... Uh, I don't know a lot about Elton John, but this felt like it was very true to oh, yeah, who he was, well, what he was, he was like. Yeah. I know he's an executive producer of this film. Yeah. It had his spirit, yeah. Mm, yeah, it, it captured it perfectly. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go up to a nine. I think. I'm going to go up to a nine. Gonna, yeah, it, it was sure. a very good film. Okay, so that was our last film. Okay. So now I think we should take on take the, the average rating that we've given all these films.
1: Oh, it's spreadsheet time, isn't but it?
0: But the Minoda is where the spreadsheet comes right in. I've, I've already done it. It's all here. Great,
1: okay. And
0: uh, we'll see what the actual ranking is. Okay. So we did 57 films. Impressive. So more than one a week. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's more than last year, when last year we actually did 48. Okay, wow. So,
1: yeah, a lot. If these trends continue, we're never going to out of the cinema.
0: Yeah. Um, do you have any idea what you ranked the films of last
1: year and this year, overall as an average? Oh, you, you as, as, in, as in what my average score was?
0: Yeah, 1 to 10.
1: I reckon, I feel like this has been a good year at the cinema, so I reckon I might have been slightly more harsh last year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say last year my average was a 7, and this year my average was an 8, maybe? Okay, well, last year our average is... I was a
0: 6.2, you were a 6. Oh, okay. So I was the harshest, did mm. This year, we were both a
1: 5.6. Oh, wow, so harsher. Yeah. Interesting. Harsher. Okay. Even though
0: I I think that... Because I listened to last year's episode recently. I think last year's was a very hard year. Mm. Like, everything was very boring. A lot of things are very boring, sorry. Yeah. Um. This one is a lot more... <laughs> Range and excitement, mm-hmm. but either maybe, way, maybe
1: the maybe it's more like highs and lows, yeah.
0: Um, uh, okay, well, so bottom film this okay. year, Men in Black International. We Not knew a surprise, that already, yeah. It's a, it's a, a zero overall, yeah. Um, deservedly so, it was just terrible, yeah. That was pretty bad. Uh, one above that, uh, one point is countdown, yeah, fair. Uh, two at 1.5, that's Terminator Dark Fate. And also X-Men Dark Phoenix.
1: I think that they, <laughs> they a little, just, weird little commonality there, isn't they, they deserve to sit together in like a <laughs> purgatory of unnecessary franchise extensions. Just
0: don't thing. put dark in the title of your film, yeah? Is that right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vice was at two. Yeah. Uh, we've got three films at three. That's Six Underground, uh Leading the Tramp, and Glass.
1: Okay. Well I hadn't I hadn't seen Six Underground, so that's just yours. So mm-hmm. but they were too fair, yeah.
0: Mm, yeah. Uh Hobson Shortle, three point five. Yeah.
1: Cats Four
0: mm-hmm. along with Angels Has Fallen, Aladdin and Bird Box.
1: See I feel like Cats is more entertaining than all of those films. Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah. yeah. But I, you... I like that cats and
1: bird box are together. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that
0: <laughs> Um Okay, well at four point five we've got The Lion King, Dumbo and the Wife.
1: Okay, well I like <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. But I like that the I like that the live action remakes are kind of sticking together. Because yeah. they are much of a muchness, yeah.
0: Yeah. actually, uh, we've got through all of them already. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well that says it all. Yeah. Um okay, at five we have It, Long Shot and Pet Cemetery.
1: You not fair. Yeah. All ex- all aggressively average, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. five point five, we have The Irishman, Doctor Sleep, Ad Astra, Once Upon a Time
1: in Hollywood. You know what? They're all quite—they're all just long and boring. Mm, yeah, I feel like *The Irishman* and *Once Upon a Time* could rise with repeat viewings. The others probably I won't even watch again. So.
0: Okay, yeah, sure, sure. sure. Um, okay, at six, got quite a few here. We've got *The Day Shall Come* and *Yesterday*. We also got *Captain
1: Marvel*, *At Eternity's Gate*, and Wreck-It Ralph*. Okay, I feel like some of the fa- I feel like I enjoyed the fires more than those. I'm not sure whether that was my scoring or your scoring, but mm. I feel like all of the fives I like more than all of those sixes on reflection. Well, like the, the Irishman you
0: rated much higher, but I rated really low. Yeah, I think maybe you down. just pulled a few of those down. Yeah. Um, I think for all of those, you rated either a six or a five. Okay, fine. So, yeah. I think my rating's kind of build into that quite a lot. The only thing at 6.5 is Jumanji, the next level.
1: Okay, I'm surprised it's that low.
0: I mm. know we've got a load of sevens, and I'm just I'm, I'm noticing... There was no conflict in our scores. These are just flat sevens across the board. Okay. Um they are Marriage Story, Twenty One Bridges, mm-hmm. Laman sixty six, Toy Story four, Shazam, Us, and Green Book. Okay. We both rated them a seven. All of them. Yeah. The only one I might think might need to be a bit higher is Shazam, but no I think that really? they're off I think they're all fair, yeah. Well, you think Shazam is better than the best picture of twenty mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, seven point five, we have the Rise of Skywalker, Joker, Hustlers and Ma. Does it feel weird that Ma is above like all those sevens that we just came? It does, but it was, it was
1: very entertaining. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with Ma being there. Yeah. And Ma being on board with Hustlers? I feel like Hustlers should be higher. Maybe I'm Ma did too low, hasn't it?
0: Mm, yeah, I don't know. Uh yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, we've got four eights. Okay. We've got El Camino, New Dragon, Brightburn, and Godzilla. Okay. Okay, now they feel they all feel a little high they they all feel about the same
1: mm. as each other but they definitely feel a bit high they feel a little high I yeah. don't know how that happened oh I think they're all well apart from How to Train Your Dragon which is only you saw but I feel like they're all like very popcorn-y so it's like oh for what it was that was great Whereas El- they're not like works of art El Camino and Godzilla we both gave 8 yeah Brightburn I gave a 9 you gave a 7 okay sure
0: yeah interesting okay. okay the 8.5s uh, we have The Good Liar sure yeah
1: i Ju- stand by that judy yeah stand by that yeah. midsummer yeah roma yeah stand by all of those Happy with i'm that. really happy
0: with that yeah, yeah. um okay the nines we've Ooh, got, we're getting to the hype got part a thing. fair few of these now we've got seven of these oh, wow seven of nines so hmm. sorry hmm. <laughs> uh blinded by the light that's just you yeah ready or not sure yeah yeah i'll give it that spider-man far from home
1: yeah i stand by that eighth grade yeah definitely stand by that avengers endgame I mean, you pull that up, but sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't be good yeah.
0: Um Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yep.
1: Great film. And The Favourite? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with all of those, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so just a reminder, Knives Out was the prediction we gave right at the very start. That's all not come up yet. Okay. Is it going to be the winner? <laughs> okay. Um, other 9.5s, we've got Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Um Knives Out. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's other a 9.5. Oh, that's it. That's
1: the top of the list. Hey.
0: So, between Rocket Man and Knives Out, Rocket Man and Knives Out. So, okay, so the only 9. just
1: between 5. those two, you have to pick a winner. Oh, damn. Um, I'm gonna go Rocket Man. I'm gonna go Knives Out. Oh, all right. I liked Rocket Man a lot, but I feel like Knives Out is something that will give me more joy mm-hmm. in my enti- in my life. Yeah, I can see me rewatching it more. I feel like there's, I hope there's going to be sequels mm. that will hopefully be as good. Yeah if now that feels like the kind of film I would happily endorse as my favourite film of the year Rocketman was very good obviously yeah really liked it yeah I deserved a runner up
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's that, that, that's all fair um wow I, I've got another little table here saying how many of each rating that we each gave okay zeros I gave two you gave one this year okay uh ones I gave two you gave one. Twos. I gave two you gave three twos okay uh, threes, it's a four and a two. Fours, I gave five, you gave four. Fives, this is where it gets a bit more common, I gave eight of them, you gave nine. Mm-hmm. Sixes, I gave four, you gave six. Seven, I gave nine, you gave thirteen. Wow. Okay. Seven's your number. Seven was your number last year. Yeah. Um, eights, um, I, gave a, I gave six, you gave nine of them. Nines, I gave ten of them, you gave six of them. And of
1: course... Tens. Zero tens. Versus two? Four. You gave four tens. I, I think I, what we're learning I, I, here... I, I initially gave two, but in, during this episode, I gave out four. Okay. I think what we're learning here is that my score's tend to towards the middle, whereas you're very much more happy to give out extreme scores.
0: Yeah, I've got some graphs for this as well. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine's more sort of even across the board, tailing off to the end. Yeah. Yours is much more big, like upward spike towards seven. Right, and, and, see, then, and then, then back down, down, down again. 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 And uh, let's have a look at last year's. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Mm. Um, I'll give it 410s te- uh, last year as well. Okay, well, at least you're consistent. What, what, what do you know? What were your 410s last year, just quickly? 410s uh, last year were Spider Verse, mm-hmm. Bad Times at Royale, Infinity War, and Skyscraper. Just you stand by all of those? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: I'm quite happy with it. Bad Times might take down the. Yeah, I feel like Bad
1: Times wasn't really a tenor tenor. It's a great film, but not a tenor mm-hmm. tenor. I have rewatched it again. Yeah. And not long ago.
0: Okay. But yeah, so. I guess that's that, really, isn't that's it? That's
1: that. Okay, so yeah. thank you for listening.
0: I mean, we, overall, we gave the same rating, an average of 5.6 for the year. Great, cool. Which is, it's weird that we gave the exact same rating, but mm-hmm. whatever. I guess we're just kind of aligned with it like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, so th- yeah, that was a year in cinema. Overall, I'm pretty happy with it. Mm. Thank you for following us on this journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, please do continue to support us. Uh, You can obviously subscribe to us on Patreon if you'd like to hear full-length reviews of the films that we've released last year and films that we're going to watch in the next year as well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. So this is, um, I believe this is probably the part two of three that we're going to do now. Yeah, we
1: decided to split it into three smaller chunks that we'll release over the course of the next week.
0: Yeah, so, you know, this has been part one and two. We're about to do part three, which where we're going to give loads of awards out to... uh, all the films of the year
1: the first annual boxy awards yes. yeah should excited be good. about that yeah
0: um, yeah. so as always thank you everybody for listening thank you for subscribing and we will speak to you in the next decade
1: we will see you in 2020
0: Jesus Christ
1: yep bye bye